0: A'udhu billahi minash-shaytanir-rajeem bismillahir-rahmanir-rahim Alhamdulillahir-rabbil-alamin wa sallallahu tabarak wa ta'ala wa sayyidina Muhammadin sayyidina wa sanadina wa habibina wa shafieina wa mawlana sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa azwajihi wa dhurriyatihi wa, wa ahli baitihi wa man tabi'ahum biihsanin ila yawmiddin wa ba'd Alhamdulillah we have reached this mubarak 10th night of Ramadan It is the seal of the nights of the first Ashara which are typified by Rahmah by mercy Rabbana la tuzigh oh, quloobana ba'da idh hadaytana wahab milladun min karahmatan innaka antal wahhab, O our Lord do not harden our hearts after you have guided us and gift us uh, from that place that only your special gifts can come those things that only you can give gift us Mercy. Indeed, you are the great bestower of gifts. So we uh, continue to what is the uh, conclusion of this booklet that uh, Sheikh Tamim has put together with regards to the legacy of the uh, Sufia, in particular and the Chishtia, uh, 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 even in more particular than that, uh, the legacy uh, of the Mashaykh in defending uh, the Sunnah and promoting the Sunnah and adhering to the Sunnah. Uh, and how they held that as a cornerstone for a person's spiritual journey to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And uh, before uh, continuing to read the conclusion, uh, yesterday we spoke a little bit about the harms of music and merrymaking. And I think you know it's important not just to look at particulars, but to try to analyze principles. Um, one of the things we do is we look look at things only through the legalistic lens and uh, it's important to respect the law and the sharia the fiqh and that's the beginning of any discussion but it's definitely not the entirety the totality of the discussion and uh, uh, people you know will say okay, well sheikh so and so allowed you know uh, musical instruments with this and that condition or they allowed this instrument or they allowed that instrument or they you know maybe some of the mashaykh allowed the sama' uh, to be uh, uh, perfectly honest with you there were uh, there were mashaykh of the silsa that the use of musical instruments in the majlis of Sama was at least attributed to them uh, relatively strongly. Uh, it's not something that you just wave off uh, with the flick of your hand. Uh, this includes uh, the great Shaykh Shah Abdul Quddus Gangohi Allah, wa ta'ala. But you'll see that out of all of the mashayikh, he was the one who uh, probably was the most uh, jalali in his disposition and the one that I think uh, most uh, modern people nowadays would probably call the police on for uh, murid abuse or whatever uh, because of his complete uh, um, stern and uncompromising uh, observance of uh, his practices in suluk in a way that I think the public will not find uh, uh, consumer-friendly. But uh, you know, there's more, there's more than, than just that fiqhi uh, discussion. And I would say that if if the mashaykh wanted to do do it like that, then they would leave less uh, uh, room for objection. And we have not seen anybody uh, from the living mashaykh do it like that. Uh, Mostly we see the people who are uh, the song and dance people are the ones who are sharia light or sharia optional altogether. Uh, May Allah protect us from uh, whatever sin the punishment is uh, uh, going down that path. Uh, may Allah Ta'ala protect us from that sin and protect us that, from that punishment uh, which becomes the punishment that keeps on giving uh, but more than that you know, despite the fact that I think people there's a rule and there, there may be exceptions and people fixate on the exception and don't understand or learn from the rule um, one of the things that as a principle typifies the age that we live in is a complete like oversaturation of the senses a complete like sensory overload Everything has to be a video, everything has to be visual, everything has to have a chart, everything has to have a picture, has to have a diagram, everything has to, uh, you know, be catchy, everything has to be viral, everything has to be, um, you know, 30 seconds or, you know, we went from two minutes or less to one minute or less to 30 seconds or less, now it also has to have to be with TikTok, with singing and music, and otherwise nobody has the ability or isti'adad to hear or understand anything anymore, and this is something that people will experience and people are experience, experiencing is that the more music a person listens to uh, of any type whether it's spiritual or otherwise whether it has a good message or not or whether it's um, something that contains uh, you know uh, otherwise objectionable things in the sharia or whether a person is just you know listening to a real uh, a mixed out tripped out track of mary had a little lamb or something innocuous like that is that uh, is that 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 sensory overload it makes the heart numb and it makes the ears numb and it makes the brain numb uh and uh that's that's what happens you know sensory overload is that when when, you know when you uh taste too much you know if you drink uh you know too much coke then all of a sudden uh maybe uh uh, an orange juice won't taste sweet anymore uh whereas on the flip side i remember i went on the atkins diet uh, one time, which many of you may find comical uh, When I was in college And after having cut carbs out of my diet Completely for months uh, I noticed like things like uh, lettuce And things like cucumbers are very sweet uh, They do have a, a sugary taste to them And you don't notice that If you're completely sensory Overloading yourself And so, you know, this is a, a, a warning Because there is a dichotomy And an antagonism between form and meaning and people who focus too much on form, uh, those people will lose out on, on, on meaning. And that's why uh, the, the verse of Mulana Rumi, uh, that, uh, you know, mashallah, it's a very pertinent verse for the salik. Chesham bando, gosh uh, bando, uh, labband, garnabini, nure haqbar man bachand. That close your eyes and close your ears and uh, um, close your lips then if you see not uh, the light of truth, then you can laugh at me. You can say this entire tariq is a joke. Uh, But the idea is that, is that if you deprive yourself of sensory input, if you starve the body, which is kind of what fasting is about, if you starve the body, if you starve the senses, what happens is that the meaning inside has less noise that it's competing against. And when I say meaning, I don't mean like the definition, dictionary definition of a word, but I mean the haq itself, like the true meaning of life, reality. You can ponder over it. Whereas if you're busy, you know, trying to survive, if you're, you know, sinking in in the ocean and surrounded by sharks that are like biting your legs, you're not really going to be able to, you know, think about... um, problems or issues that are in the world of meaning, uh, whether they are higher meaning or even lower meaning like you know, math or science or whatever. You're not going to be able to really do a good analysis of why is it that the sun, uh, that the sun is uh, you know, not burning the earth or so far away that the earth is freezing or these types of... You're not going to be able to think about these things because you're overloaded with the immediacy of, of thrashing, sinking, fear, emotion, um, pain, etc., And so it's not just the music itself in that sense, even singing the sheets uh, in that sense, even watching videos in that sense, um, the kind of instant gratification cycle dopamine uh, dopamine slot machine cycle of getting likes and getting retweets and you know, refreshing and dupe scrolling to, to, to hell uh, uh, you know, type of lifestyle if you keep doing that, obviously you're not going to be able to have the استعداد, the capacity to stand in tarawih for one, two, three, four, five, six hours you're not going to be able to hear, you know, half a juz of Quran and it move you, you're not going to be able to read half a juz of Quran or a juz of Quran or two ajza or three or four or five or four uh, in a quarter uh, like the you know the where the, the manzil is et cetera you 're not going to be able to do those things uh it's just going to be too much it 's going to be onerous for you and uh you know if this is something that you're listening right now and you're like wow you know i feel numb to those things you know i don't get enjoyment from them you know we're talking about the sufis not allowing their ecstatic states to overwhelm them Uh, i wish i had an ecstatic state so that i could try to fight against it overwhelming me or even let it overwhelm me um you know that's that's unfortunately sadly the the way we set up our lives nowadays is uh, such that uh you know we do we do suffer from from having this complete active suppression of meaning in our lives and so you know the old people think about it they didn't used to have to drive they used to walk a lot of places they had a lot of time to think about stuff we need to redo our our routines such that we take out uh, you know spend significant portions of time taking out um, all of that sensory overload whether it be music or videos or uh, social media or whatever it is we need to tv whatever it is we need to take all those things out MashaAllah, we have a generation of people. Probably many of the types of people who listen to this, you know, the generation of people who actively gave up watching TV, threw TVs out of their houses, and uh, we're very proud of ourselves. And then, bam, Shaitan got us. We have a phone in our pocket. It's worse than any TV could have been because you can watch whatever the hell you want on demand, and there's a nearly endless supply of it. Uh, so we need to we need to re revisit the plan uh, in order to maintain some sort of spiritual capacity. Uh, uh, to uh, understand and to reckon with meaning. Uh, and, uh, you know, the thing that Ramadan kind of brings your attention to the most is the fact that from those things that you lose the capacity to engage with uh, when you have sensory overload, whether it be with music or other things, is, is the, the, the Qur'an itself. Because this is the month of the Qur'an, it's the month of taraweeh, this is the month of Tilawas and khatams and, and things like that. That you lose the capacity to engage with that. And once you've done that, you have, like, uh, you know, locked yourself in from the emergency exit. The one door, every other door leads to like snakes and fire and death and destruction and pain. And the one door that uh, is your exit that will allow you to safely go uh, where you need to and get to your destination. We've chained it shut by all of this uh, sensory overload, whether it be lawful or not and that's one of the reasons i mentioned that issue about you know fiqh is the beginning of a discussion but it's not the entire entire discussion that it is possible to engage in something uh, lawful uh, to such a point that it will uh, that it will end up destroying you uh, like ghazali rahimahullah ta'ala said that the halal is the haram is like poison any amount of it will harm you large or small the halal is like medicine uh, a pro- an appropriate uh, a dosed amount depending on what your condition is and, and what your disposition is, etc. An appropriate dosed amount uh, will, will help you. It will cure you. And uh, taking too much of it then also becomes a poison. You have a headache and you just slam down uh, uh, the Costco bottle of Advil, you're going you're gonna to end up frying your kidneys. You're going to end up killing yourself. And uh, that's no good. And so just uh, keep that in mind, inshallah. Uh, conclusion. Hazrat Tanri writes, In conclusion, I present a section from Tadhkirat al-Rashid uh, that demonstrates the path of our Akabir in the most beautiful way. The Akabir are the senior and elder Mashaikh from whom uh, the entire age took their deen and who, uh, whose fuul have spread throughout the continents and uh, who the great ulama have testified to their righteousness and to their learning. Uh, and those people are the ones that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, said to the companions in a hadith narrated by Hakim. Just sahih to thee. of Muslim al That the Baraka the blessings is in following your Akabir. Uh, so whoever has a considered the Akabir, I consider the Akabir as well. Uh, he says that uh, in conclusion, I present a section from Tadkira to Rashid. Uh, uh, that demonstrates the path our Akabir uh, took in the most beautiful way. Tafkirat al-Rashid is a uh, biographical work of, uh, with, uh, of uh, Mawlana Rashid Ahmad ta'ala. It shows their complete dedication and loyalty to the sunnah of our beloved master, Sayyidina Muhammad wasallam. Mawlana Badr Alam mirati Rahimullah, writes about his shaykh Qutb alam Mulana Rashid Ahmad Gangohi saying, From head to toe, every part of his body had been perfectly cultured by and firmly bound to the pristine sharia. The sunnah of Rasulullah ﷺ had attached to him firmly. Hence, he could not be swayed to any side. His heart, having witnessed the beauty of Allah, had become aloof to the attractions of this world. All his body parts had become dedicated to striving for Allah's pleasure. His heart had become a treasure trove of Allah Ta'ala's true love. Every part of his body had become ardently desirous of striving for Allah's pleasure in serving Islam, to the extent that it had become his natural habit to follow the sharia as was brought by Rasulullah Wasallam. Since there was nothing he loved more than the sunnah, it brought him pleasure beyond description to practice upon it. Allah's divine grace had always assisted and supported him. The divine enablement or tawfiq had become his backbone. Rectitude had become his strength. He had been bestowed peace and tranquility of heart. The crown of steadfastness and fortitude had been placed upon his head. A true quest and sincere desire for the eternal life of the hereafter had become his shade, shading him against the ups and downs of life as though they never existed. I was fortunate enough to come across a page containing notes on the essence and fundamentals of the tariqah, it was in possession of Hazrat's son, Maulana Hakim, Maulana Mas'ud Ahmed Sa'ab, and had been personally written by uh, Hazrat's blessed hand, Min Sheikh Rashid Ahmed Gangohi. Hazrat had written it during his early days, and Allah alone knows what had compelled him to write it. I present it to the reader as follows: Ilm din وهو العلم الأعلى حالهم إصلاح الأخلاق ودوام الافتقار إلى الله تعالى حقيقة التصوف التخلق بأخلاق الله تعالى وصلب الإرادة وكون العبد في رضا الله تعالى أخلاق الصوفية ما هو خلقه عليه الصلاة والسلام بقوله إنك لعلى خلق عظيم يعني قول الله تبارك وتعالى وما ورد به الحديث وتفصيل أخلاقهم هكذا التواضع ضده الكبر والمدارة واحتمال الأذع عن الخلق والمعاملة بالرفق وخلق حسن والترك غضب وغيظ والمواساة والإيثار بفرط الشفقة على الخلق وهو تقدم حقوق الخلق على حظوظه والصخاوة والتجاوز والعفو وطلاقة الوجه والبشرة والسهولة واللين واللين الجانب عفوا وترك التعسف والتكلف وإنفاق بلا إقتار وترك وتركوا الإدخاري والتوكل والقناعة بيسير من الدنيا والورع وترك المراء والجدال والتعب إلا بحق وترك الغلي والحقد والترك الغلي والحقد والحسد، وترك الماهي والجاه ووفاء العهد، والحلم، والأنات، والتواد والتوافق مع الإخوان، والعزلة عن الأغياري، وشكر المنعم. وبذل الجاهل المسلمين الصوفي يهذب الظاهرة والباطنة في الأخلاق والتصوف أدب كله عذب الحضرة الإلهية والإعراض عما سواه حياء وإجلال وحيبة وأسوأ المعاصي حديث النفسي وسبب الظلمة Uh, the science of Sufism, uh, he says, is the science of Islam, which pertains to the inner self, uh, in the inner self and the external self, and the strength of one's uh, conviction. Their yaqeen. This is the loftiest science. The condition of the Sufis entails the rectification of character and constant submission to Allah. The essence of Tasawwuf involves imbibing the character of divine qualities of Allah into one's own character. His own will should be removed and the slave should become totally engrossed in attaining the pleasure of Allah. The character and manner of the Sufis uh, are the same as that of Rasulullah sallallahu as per the declaration of Allah ta'ala. a'zim." Uh, you, O Muhammad, alayka salatu are certainly on a lofty uh, character. And whatever else is described in the hadith uh, uh, and is included upon that which the Sufis must act upon. The details of the Sufi's character are as follows. One, to consider oneself to be the most insignificant, uh, and the pride is its opposite. To have pride in oneself is its opposite. To interact in a gracious manner, number two, to interact in a gracious manner with people and to bear their injuries and wrongs. Three, to interact with leniency and affection and to abstain from anger and rage. Four, to be concerned about the well-being of others and to give preference to others with kindness. This means that the person must give preference to others over their self. Five, to be generous. Six, to overlook and pardon. Seven, to have a smiling appearance and be cheerful. Eight, to be tolerant and adopt a gentle approach. Nine, to abstain from formalities and making a show of oneself. Ten, to spend without restriction, but not so freely as to cause one to become needy. 11. To place one's trust in Allah. 12. To be content with little of this world. 13. To be abstinent. 14. To abstain from fighting, disputing, and arguing unless it is for a just cause. 15. To abstain from hatred, malice, and jealousy. 16. To abstain from desiring respect and authority. 17. To fulfill one's promises. 18. To be forbearing. 19. To be far-sighted. 20. To be loving and affectionate towards one's own brethren, yet to remain aloof from outsiders. 21. To be grateful to the person who does good to one. 22. To spend one's efforts for the benefit of the Muslims. A Sufi cultivates his internal and external character. Tasawwuf is all adab, keeping etiquette in its entirety. Etiquette in the court of Allah entails turning away from everything other than Allah out of modesty and awe in front of Allah's greatness. The worst act of disobedience is intimately conversing and corroborating with one's lower self, and it is a cause of darkness. And with that, the book ends. Uh, Shaykh Tamim uh, includes a dua at the end of the book. May Allah Ta'ala, Most High, enable us to adorn our internal and external states with the beautiful qualities of his most beloved slave and messenger, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam our master Muhammad, Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa May the peace and blessings uh, of Allah be upon him and upon his blessed family and progeny and noble companions until the Day of Judgment. Ameen. Uh, MashaAllah, this, uh, 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 this last handwritten ruqah that uh, Mawlana Badr Alam uh, uh, received from Mawlana Rashid Ahmad Gangohi's son, Hakim Mawlana Masood Ahmad. Um, there's so much in it. There's so much in it. It's filled with noor. And uh, I don't see anyone could object to it, uh, except for a person who just doesn't know their left from their right. Sadly, uh, there's a great number of such people uh, in this day and age. And as uh, uh, as is uh, mentioned in this uh, set of advices, last set of advices that we uh, that we read from, instead of worrying about being angry at them or whatever, one should just go about their business and be forbearant with the. Uh, with the, khalq, with, the, with the creation and make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give each and every one of us uh, good rectification and uh, uh, that we love for our brothers that which we love for ourselves that we love for our sisters that which we love for ourselves may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, clean what's inside of our hearts and make it worthy of receiving the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam. And make, uh, make our hearts worthy of traveling this uh, Mubarak path. Uh, may Allah Ta'ala make us worthy of traveling this Mubarak path. And while we're fully aware that we're not worthy, may Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala take us down this path safely to its journey and its destination uh, as a sign, not of who we are or what we deserve, but as a sign of who He is and uh, how He deserves to be worshipped. الله تعالى يبارك ويطفيق وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين.